are now entering Roll the it, Bad Christian Podcast. I uh, right. had something. I had a brush up with a, the digital, the, not the law of the digital world. That uh, you know, I talked about my phone. Thinking about my phone, I've been thinking about the technology invasion a little bit, and I had okay. something that happened in our house that I found kind of serious, but not Uh-oh. really a big deal. But I want to float this idea. This is more. It's not an actual bad thing per se, but it's a. It's a creepy boundary, I think, that has you been You got crossed. me worried here. Okay. So, Georgia, my biggest daughter, is doing drawing. You mean weight-wise or age? Well, both. Oh, okay. The one that's older yeah. happens to be bigger and weighs more happens pounds and yeah. all that kind of thing. The, um, can you let him go on with the story, Toby? Thanks. She is drawing stuff now. She says, Dad, how do I draw a dog? And you guys know, I, I have no idea how to draw a dog. It's, so, it's not <laughs> right. something I can help her with at all. Yeah. If, we, if we had a draw, dog drawing contest, she would have already won. Um, so I said, <laughs> I bet you YouTube will know this one. So I just I went to YouTube on my phone. I slung it to the main TV in our living room. I said, this lady will show you how to draw a dog. Okay? Now, you, yeah. and you, all you got to do is pause it whenever you want to and she's going to tell, show you the lines and what it is and she picked yeah. out the dog that looked the way that she wanted the dog to look shook right i mean i didn't have to explain it she just it was it was like i was like wow this is actually cool so then she starts drawing dogs and it's impressive like she was really able to do it and then she was able to take some of that and dr- improvise her own things and use the way this one did I, anyway so i let her just sit there and do that on youtube and you know how we've talked about the uh before the algorithm and you got to watch the suggested next videos and all that stuff right yes yeah um if not i'm not going to go off on that tangent but there's go back and look at the news stories of of elsa gate and the spider-man and the ejection videos the disturbing stuff has been on youtube which is fascinating but i won't get distracted with that um but i am aware that in general with youtube it's the suggestion algorithm is weird. And then as an adult, I feel like, oh, Netflix is going to tell me what I want to watch and it's going to be right. And the search auto fills, like Joey was talking about off air, that, you know, it'll fill in what you what thinks you want to know and it probably is right. And it might be worded better than you wanted. Well, yeah. I can accept that. I really can because it's driven by data. And that is actually what I wanted to watch. I am glad that Better Call Saul popped up and I remembered there was a second season. It knew I liked that show. Thank you for doing that. In fact, it knew that I would like that show in the first place. And it was right. Yeah. And I can I can, and I do accept that. But Praise them, Lord. Because, you know, then, but, but again, it's coming at you. It's coming into my head, right? So it, you have to admit that it's something that's coming to and at and in you, right? Like that concept is a, is a little bit different. It's not different than I'm going to go watch TV. I'm going to look at TV Guide. I'm going to flip through the channels. There's a real sense. And when it's coming, this stuff is coming to you and at you and into you. Okay. You follow me on that? Yes. That's, a, that's a different boundary in itself. Would, would you agree from I'm going to go watch TV or I'm going to go get on the computer or I'm going to surf the internet? Now it's on the TV, in the house, and telling you what you should do, and it's right. Yeah, so the internet is surfing people. More, it's closer to that. Okay, so now saying. I'm going to go one farther than that. And this is where I actually think, whoa, this is a little weird. So I came home later, wherever I was at, and our house was full of drawings, which you can understand why Georgia's drawing. Yeah. But they are full of drawings of shit that she doesn't care about, know about, or even like, Right. And you can see how that happened. Oh, she was drawing yeah. a cat. She was drawing a dog. She's drawing a unicorn cake, flower bouquet, like stuff that I know that she does not even like as a, as a person. So it's done that to her now. Okay. So it's now it's telling Georgia things to care about and like, which disturbs me a little bit. Not, no creepy drawings, not the point now. But what creeped me out is there are physical objects in my home, stacks of them of physical objects in my home that were caused by this. Like, now the computer right. has not only given me or my daughter entertainment and ideas, it's actually manifesting physical 
things that are accumulating in my home. So as if, imagine if you were an alien race and you wanted to build a base on some far off planet. This is how you would do it. You would send them stuff to entertain them and they would start building the superstructure for you and not knowing what they were doing. You know what I mean? You would suggest yeah. them, why don't you build a brick? Why don't you put the brick over here? Like, and you would think you would think you're playing Pokemon Go. But you, what you'd be doing is building the alien spaceship and, phys- and the people would be none the wiser because it's more intelligent than you are. It knows more about you and knows how to manipulate you. Anyway, I think it's innocuous, the drawing she's doing, but this technology has now invaded my home and is causing physical alterations to the inside of my house with physical objects because of its power. Isn't that a little bit crazy? Well, it's really You're talking crazy about because- the high volume of drawings. Yeah, the drawings, but what if there were some kind of schematic for a blueprint or if yeah. there's paper? You know, you, uh, you you see the notion and take an even more powerful AI and think of what it could convince humans to do in the physical world. It could convince you, if it wanted to, and it was smarter, it could convince you to build something else. You know what I mean? Like, this, these but things were imposed re- on my daughter. She's now made physical objects that she, I know for a fact she didn't care about. And it's yeah, got her doing she, that. What you that work for it? She cared about drawing, though. I mean, no, but miss, so you're missing but the it point. couldn't it take your father. I am. I know. It taps, I'll acknowledge it, that I'm missing the point, but I don't want to. <laughs> stop it. missing it ta- the point. It then. taps into what you might like, and then gets you to do what it wants to do. So it if you like you drawing, do. or if you like alcohol, or whatever, or you like a TV show, whatever it might be, the, it gets the algorithm you is accomplishing it its agenda in the physical realm of my home, and my daughter is not complicit. It's just whatever it tells her to do. Now she's not that dumb. She wouldn't do stuff she didn't want to do yet, but the algorithm's simply not smart enough not to make her do that. When the algorithm is better, it will be able to make her and me and you do shit. <laughs> like I mean, with I real consequences does, and so, but, physical but, yeah. things. It's it's that's an invasive to the degree where it's actually physical manifestations of the invasiveness of the technology. That's I mean, a, that's already, a lie. It, it already does, and that's why think about it. Like it, it t- social media has tapped into some voyeurism and want for connection, and also moves us and is in a way I, I think it might it is curated so that we see the world a certain way like we we our our news entertainment and social media is curated in such a way that we think the world is a certain way mm-hmm. for example like uh having a, under oath on and somebody made the comment that uh oh yeah it it actually the the loud voice of people that might not like the record or whatever is actually small it's not the majority it's, loud, yeah. it's small but it but it's loud and you think oh what does this mean i remember when that's what i'm saying like when we were one of the first bands i felt like the experience that like when we did i'm only a man it felt like everybody hated the record now so many people tell me it's their favorite record yeah. it's awesome it still sold well Every, uh, overall it did really good but it felt like something so i thought this is what the world is my view is skewed mm-hmm. and manipulated to think yes. something and that's just i mean it it would be very that was right. unguided and accidental but it, if it were guided and nefarious it would be just as effective or more is the point do you know what i mean yeah, so, yes but that's what i'm saying you could is, so that also means there might be a, a really bad terrible record out there that some company goes we'll make it good and you can maybe make people think it's blowing up Right. I of mean, course, right, that's so, what marketing does. But yeah. so I'm, I'm not a, trying. I'm not trying to be a naysayer, and I'm a. I'm, I'm <laughs> yes, operating you are. Exactly, exactly what you're doing. What you always do. I'm operating from the assumption that you guys have caught on to something. Uh, you too are slow to get. Uh, <clears throat> but my question is that this, all of this process originated with Georgia's desire to draw. That had nothing to do with technology. Like her, uh, I can't believe you're so missing the point. Let me try one more way. Let me try one more. I'll give you an example. Now, again, I'm not worried about the damn drawings. It's the point of what is obviously possible. Okay, does that can we? You at least believe me there. Sure. Okay. We're Let me starting try and give with you an George's desire to draw of a what, dog. What could happen? Now, I'm making this up, and this is not an actual concern, but it's just an illustration of what would be farther along than this. Let's say it was a government agenda and you were on their hit list. Like they were somebody that you wanted to take out because you're a political opponent of the Chinese emperor. Okay, fictitious situation. Now, that somebody, a mastermind, a nefarious person, an alien race, a government wants to, uh, let's say, do something bad to you or take out a political opponent and they 
why have you uh the algorithm then was feeding you stuff and getting you into different stuff that you were drawing and your kids were drawing and it turned out that those things wound up looking like bombs and they you didn't even realize what they were that they were drawing they were just cool patterns that that you were thought were really neat geometrically and you were drawing them and then they send a police raid your house and you have all these schematics uh for bomb making materials and it's all it was fed to you. You were none the wiser. You th- you thought it was the most fun afternoon of drawing right. that you'd ever had, and now, you, but for, and that's you know that's a one step away setup, and that's not what I'm talking about. But that's that's at least you can see, and then you're like, oh, I didn't even know what I was doing though. I was just drawing for fun. Oh, real really good, sir. And you have all these schematics of bombs you were drawing. So now that's physical evidence in your house that it tricked you into creating. To now you're going to jail for the rest of your life. Now YouTube's not yeah. trying to do that, but could it do that very easily? Oh, and, oh, I'm sorry. How about in 40 years, how smart? What, what will it be capable of? Right now, it can guide the behavior of a four-year-old to do physical things. You agree with that, right? Now, yeah. amplify all that technology times 50 years and tell me it can't control you and do physical yeah. things in the world. It can. Who will, who will be in charge of it? What will they want? What, how bad will they be is, are the questions. And, and it... It totally taps into our interests, likes, the things that we want, right. and then manipulates us into those things. Yeah. I mean, that is you see that is what you, it you is. can follow that, right, Joey? Yeah, uh, he's totally zoned out. No, okay, somebody quick, you. bring up the church or yeah. something bad with a pastor, please, please, dear God, so we can bring Joey back. Now, uh, when it comes to AI and all this sort of stuff, I I can't make the transition from super complex spreadsheets to actual autonomy. <laughs> I didn't have to be autonomous. It could be controlled by an alien, right? It doesn't matter. The point is it's effective and it can do what it's programmed to do and it will you will be no match for it is the point. Like you I already guys make fun of me, but God said it, I believe it, that settles it. That's I, how I I already live. admit that Netflix is better than me at picking what I want to watch. Like it is. Okay. This is that's the uh, I, so what's next? I don't know, but I'm not going to be in charge of it. Is what my point is. Speaking of church stuff, oh, wow. <laughs> okay, we all right. Now we now we got Joey back. I, I rest my case. Forget I said anything. Go on ahead. We'll start the episode here. Go ahead. You're now entering the Bad Christian Podcast. Go ahead, Pastor. <laughs> now I I actually went to a a conference, and uh, I'm I'm actually. Happy that we're actually doing this episode a little bit. Actually, removed, you are removed from the conference, and what's funny is I'm glad of that because a lot of the pastors that go on me with these trips, they try to listen to the episode that I've made after the conference so they can <laughs> hear me say stuff and hear if I mention them or something like that. But no, here's what's crazy is I have heard story after story after story from people that I know who have worked with different celebrity pastors. And I don't know why this trip I was bombarded with these, but it blew my mind. All right, so I have to keep everything anonymous, but you got one guy, and uh, he's pastors a church in the Midwest. He told me that he picked up a celebrity pastor from the airport, and this guy <laughs> basically... In the back seat, on his phone the whole time. That's not that big of a deal. That's kind of like all of us. Barely speaks to the guy that is driving him around. And he's like, gosh, this is kind of weird. You know, I'm trying to get to know him a little bit. He obviously doesn't want to talk to me. And so he Is this a celebrity says, pastor hey, that we know or you're protecting his identity or just relative celebrity? Yeah, I don't want to say his name. That's fine, but can you give us a relative size? Uh, I mean, he speaks at big conferences and gets paid big bucks. Okay. So... Um, so basically he says, man, I'd like a hand. I, I hear that this city has a good uh, hamburger joint. So the chauffeur who is a pastor himself is thinking to himself, oh yeah, that'd be cool to chill, have a hamburger and all that stuff. So he pulls up, starts getting out of the car, realizing this celebrity pastor is asking him, asking my friend to go inside, buy him a hamburger, come back out to the car, give it to him. He's not asking for a social deal. He's asking for an errand boy. Uh, still maybe not that big of a deal. Another uh, pastor, even uh, way more known than this guy, calls, basically wants the admin of the other church that he's coming to speak to, asks for the car that picks him up at the airport to be a certain temperature, <laughs> wants to know the name what, what and the phone number. I always want to know on something like that. <clears throat> wants to know the name and 
um, phone number of the person picking them up just in case they're running late. He can call them. Um, well, that's so reasonable. You, what temperature did he want? Was it 72 think, or is it actually something quirky is what I'm interested to know. I think uh, upper 60s or something like, like that. Like extra cold. Like like and and, okay. and I, the whole time I'm trying to give these guys the benefit of the doubt. Like, like the this short guy's guy from, on Elf. This guy, yeah, yeah, this guy's coming from a southern culture where he probably gets super sweaty and he doesn't want to be sweaty. So, and he's probably OCD, so he just wants to control his environment. Now, this one shocked me, and I wish so badly I could say who this was, but the person told me in confidence. <laughs> there's a a woman celebrity pastor that, I mean, I don't think there's one person that thinks anything negative about this person. So it's not Joyce Meyer and it's not the, who's the Bible study, Beth Moore. It's, it's not because a, a lot of people think some negative stuff of this. They said that this woman is notorious for being 10 times as bad as the two guys that I just described. I mean, she is just like, things have no to be a certain way. She gets pissed of off. At, I mean, yeah, just, yeah. I am a celebrity. Don't talk to me. I want things a certain way. They better be a certain way. And I'm just thinking to myself, oh, my gosh. All right, so the last story is a little more in-depth, and it's the most extreme. So there's a buddy of mine uh, that moved to the West, and he is basically overseeing a youth ministry. It's a pretty sizable youth ministry, sizable enough to invite a celebrity guy to come and speak to are, are, Hang on a second. Are these yeah. – are, are these? you keep saying celebrity stuff. Are they spoken of that way, or are you just translating it when you say celebrity? Like, are they saying, oh, we have a celebrity pastor coming in for the conference? They don't well, say that, we know that, who the celebrity pastors are. No, I know, but <laughs> the term celebrity, is that your usage or theirs? Or your, oh, Does mine. your pastor this culture use the term celebrity pastor, or is it pejorative? Does that, do you understand um, my question? Uh, okay, so I'll put it this way. Our senior pastor and founding pastor, we would... Uh, we would not call him a celebrity pastor. Would, that'd be seen would as a bad thing if you did. Oh, he's a celebrity pastor. Right. You'd be like, oh, you're not supposed to say that, but it's an obvious truth. We would call Joel Osteen all the way to Perry Noble celebrity pastor. Would they Stephen call Furtick. themselves These that? These are the guys. No. no, of course That's not. That's what I'm asking. Is that have a pejorative context to say <laughs> yes. celebrity pastor? Right. Okay. So these are the guys that people say, oh, I got to go to that church. I'd love to see that guy. Alive. How do they rec- How do they define their... The fact that their that their uh, requirements are different than an average person if they don't use the terms like celebrity. I'm just trying to get in the psychology of this. Culture. I have no idea. I have Is it no synonymous idea, with megachurch too? What's that? Is it synonymous with megachurch pastors? I'm not trying to it's not synonymous I because to it, I work at a megachurch and none of our pastors are famous. No, yeah, they're, that's they're famous. But that's and, just a matter of point of view. A lot of other people would think yeah. that your main pastor, Greg, is a celebrity pastor. Sure. Tons of people think that. I mean, he, no, Greg is a celebrity pastor, for sure. I mean, he just is. He gets asked to... But he doesn't say he's a celebrity books. pastor. So see, I, I would things. say celebrity pastor then is definitely pretty subjective because uh, Stephen Furtick and Greg Surratt do no. not even belong in the same category. They belong in this uh, category yeah, of celebrity pastor, category. for sure. There are certain categories Mega that belong and celebrity in the same pastor. Celebrity pastors, right. by far, their category that they're... Both one hundred percent. Let me in. make. Let me. Here's a huge distinction. Then, <laughs> our our lead pastor Josh, who's Greg's son, if he goes away, uh, there will be an immediate hit of some sort. Mm-hmm. But Seacoast will recover and things will be okay because it's our our culture is not based on his personality. Right. You do the same thing at Elevation and it eventually crumbles. Uh, That's right. my by, opinion. By the same logic, Sean Connery being James Bond and they kept on going with Pierce Brosnan eventually. So no, they were, yeah. neither of those men are celebrities. Or, or Perry Noble stepped down from New Spring and New Spring is still one of the biggest churches yeah. if not the yeah. biggest. Yeah. Still in that's Okay, touche. Let me get on with my story. That's fine. That's well, fine. I'm just wondering is there a designation like what's the justification that this one person gets well, to dictate the Well, it sounds like to me, Joe, you feel a little bit like saying celebrity pastor is a negative connotation. That's a, that what is. you're implying. And they all say it because none of them would admit it. If you told Ferdy he's right. a celebrity pastor, you go, no, I'm not. But then he's going to ask for the temperature in the vehicle to be 68.2. I'm not saying that's him in the story. It's not. But right. I don't or know that it's it even is, that but. bad. I, can, I, can I chime in here before you said the yeah, last well, let me, one? I, go, okay. Well, I was just going to say, it is interesting. All of these uh, things that you're saying are literally – some just only a person picking them up after a flight or something like that. Like it is a little bit of a unique. Sure. Th- 
instance, it's not like they work with them necessarily all the time or whatever, because I know for sure there are people out there that think I'm just, uh, and they might be rightfully so, that I'm the biggest asshole in the world because I didn't sign their yeah. autograph sure, or something. But here, I, I don't know the what they're like. I, I promise you, I, I've had, heard so many people talk about that worked at churches, volunteering at churches, and the band didn't talk to them. They said, they're, they're jerks. But this yes. other band is great. Yeah. Yes, and, and I, I actually want to give these people the benefit of the doubt, but here's my opinion about what you just said. <clears throat> I'm not a celebrity pastor, but if I were, yes, you, yes, are. you are. Okay, <laughs> you're, you're one of the most celebrity pastors. Different, but you're a well-known pastor. Okay, but not sure. from your pastorship. So if, if at I church, if so. I get in the like, let's say I'm going to Seattle and I'm going to speak at a church and they send someone to pick me up. If I get in the car and I'm super busy and I'm on my phone, but I'm really hungry for a hamburger that I know that there's a restaurant that's really good, right? And I want that person to run in there and grab me a hamburger. Here's how I would approach it. I would say, Hey, man. This is going to sound kind of like an asshole move, but I I promise I'm really busy and I this may be offensive, but I don't really want to uh go inside and eat and talk and wait for a server and all that stuff. Man, I, would you mind grabbing me a hamburger? Like I know that sounds pretty sucky cuz you're you're not like my servant or yeah, like I would yeah. I would treat it as something a little abnormal of a request. Exactly, but how if about I let, me, don't, let me change it? Let me change a couple of factors. Okay. Joey Svensson has a small uh kidney stone or a little bit of a migraine and you just landed <laughs> and your head and you when you travel already a believable story some, sometimes ahead. you are depressed or get depressed when you travel travel gets you and so you're just like man and i know I, i've had this happen to me five times i go into a local restaurant and some of the people are there and they want to start talking to me all this stuff and you're just like hey, it, it, and it, the guy might have said hey just go in and grab me a burger if you don't mind I mean, it, it could be something like that. I, I'm just, I'm giving, sure. I'm, pl I'm playing a little bit devil's advocate. No, here. I'm glad um, you are. It's a little bit uh, skewed. This moment is a tough moment sometimes. When you get off the plane, you don't know somebody. You have a mil your all your emails are downloading right now. Sure. All those things. There, there could be a little something. But anyway, tell the last yeah. story. No, I like that. I like that. All right, so this guy, um, this student pastor, has a, a big name. Come speak to his kids. And um, so this hey, guy. One, one last thing. Yeah. Why can't we say their names? You can say their names only. Like right now, you feel uncomfortable saying their names, probably to protect well, this person's these, identity. It's the, it's that told protecting you stuff. the intermediate person, not the. Celebrity. I know, but that's yes, what I'm saying. No. The intermediate person knows. Why? Would, what are they protecting? Like that person, you it's have to protect them to Joey's protect them. To what it, like, there's a lot of people that aren't comfortable with being that open. If it would happen to Joey wrong. directly, that's he could share. Part of the problem. If, if that pastor, if Joey was the one that picked him up in the car, he then you could chastise Joey for not sharing it. Sure. But this sure. guy told Joey this, and now Joey's no. But that is my, the greater that. point here, though, is that obviously this guy could wanted to tell Joey, yeah, that's, or wanted that's to, a good and point. relates with Joey and understands Joey and all this stuff. And yeah, the problem is you can't it, say it because then it's gossip. But if it's gossip, it already is gossip. You shouldn't have even brought it up on this podcast. <laughs> what are we similar, doing right now? What are are we gossiping right now? No, That's my question. I don't think so. Why no. not? We're talking because well, we're not throwing yeah, anybody's name under a bus. Nobody knows who we're talking about. It's similar to Chad no, Garner. But everybody not, knows we're talking about church pastors. We're throwing so all church. Nobody pastors knows under? who they are. That's a big. But difference. we're throwing it's, under a group of people. It would be. I'm a, imagine I'm a pastor. Take out, take out pastor and put in a uh, a racial ethnicity or a gender and say, "Hey, man, I picked up a gen uh, this gender person from the air." And it, I'm just saying, this is a well, form racism still distinct from gossip, though. <laughs> no, 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 yes, it's way worse. I agree, but I'm saying if, if you talked about any group or of people this way, it makes it's a negative gossipy thing to do. I'm I, my my greater point here is what are, this is. I get frustrated because it's just as silly. We're I'm doing it right now. I'm going to protect people that. What do they need protecting from? If it's a megachurch pastor, it's an asshole. Everybody should know it. That's it, or or God doesn't matter. What yeah. what are you like right now? What are you and the guy that don't want to t reveal these pastors' names? What, who are you protecting them from? Who the 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 people that what might need to Why hear it? Why like, is it so hard it? for you to think from someone else's <laughs> perspectives? There no. are people. Okay, that, answer my question. On. I'll answer yours. And there are answer my question, are... and I will answer yours. Okay. Why are you protecting them? What What I'm is the not, big thing? You're yeah, not I mean, saying you're their names. You know their names, and you're not saying their names because I was asked not to. And you listen to it. Why? What? What? Why did that person say? Please don't say their names. Because I pretty much said, "Hey, can I share this story on the podcast?" And he said, yeah, as long as it's not connected to my Bill's church or this person Bill's cheating on Susan. Don't tell, you, you can tell everybody that somebody's cheating, but don't tell them that it's Bill. 
No. That's that exactly the same thing that's happening. I don't understand people, how y'all can't see that. I mean, what we're doing I, here right now is... the same thing. What we're doing here right now is talking about pastors in a way that is very negative, and it puts a connotation on celebrity pastors and uh, right. uh, megachurch pastors, which What's is wrong with that. But what I'm saying is, what? why wouldn't we go ahead and go all the way? Because, like, what are we doing? We're, Joey gave we're protecting their congregation or them or their name? that guy's trust. But you no, can talk I about understand it. what you're saying, but I'm talking about the bigger point of why is it okay then for that guy to talk to Joey about this these negative now, Joey things. and that guy may have been engaged in the sin of gossip. I'll, I'll grant you that. Sure. Maybe maybe yes. that guy should have never told yes. Joey, and that in itself is gossip. But I'll what we're doing here that. is no, just an and illustration. Then so, that, so what I'm saying is and, we're a part of the whole problem because we we keep keep right on going with it, and nobody – maybe these people really need calling out. Maybe this is why Bill right, Hybels and all that stuff. That's what I'm saying. We can talk about Bill Hybels because it finally came out, well, but let's don't tell, let's don't say names until it finally comes out. That's true. That's just the, that's I mean, the whole I thing. See that's I see your point yeah. there, but there's a difference in technicality of this and well, gossiping. And, and, and no, Toby I'm not saying T. say the names, and I'm not saying that y'all were evil and gossiping. I'm saying the underlying thing is a lot of people – Know a lot of shit, and nobody's going to ever right. call anybody no, that's out about a good it point to protect because you get their that ass. With the sexual allegations are that well, way. It's like, well, how t- could people have known about Bill Cosby and how these fucking people didn't ever say anything? Like, why? You know what right. I mean? Like, oh, I was just a rumor, t- not on me to say. Well, no, but. but but even worse, not only are people not saying it, they keep inviting them to the conference. Yeah, you're right. To yeah. speak, yeah. and they know how they are behind the scenes. And none of this is that. We know how they are. We yeah, aren't we doing it. That's I'm saying we are a part of the problem too. Not sure, they but, or whatever. But I mean, are, what it boils I'm down to is I think the story <laughs> is worth telling anonymously. I do too. But, but if it's not, then I'm not going to tell it at all because I'm, I don't have the permission to use these people. We'll continue names. on. So anyway, this guy is speaking at a big student gathering, and um, obviously he's trying to appeal to a lot of these students, and so he's making some funny jokes, and they get all rowdy, and he has a hard time reining them back in. Duh. Like, that's a problem that you have to just own. If you get kids laughing, it's going to be hard to uh, corral them, so to speak. So anyway, for people that aren't familiar with response time, it's kind of when you take uh, a turn and say, okay, I've talked. Now, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to seek the Lord? What's God saying to you and all that stuff? So that's when the music uh, person comes out, and that's when you kind of go the emotional route. Well, the keyboardist comes out, and this this uh, guy turns to him and says, whoa, you sure missed your cue. What were you doing, taking a smoke break, man? And the guy's kind of like, no. and and But he just keeps at it. He's like, no, 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 seriously, man. You can't come out here a little bit uh, more punctual. And so people are the in kids are everybody? dying. They're just they're laughing yeah, in front is of he everybody. Jokes or but mean? but he is be, no he is he's got an asshole tone. He's not smiling. He's not saying nah. Just kidding. So then the worship leader who is a woman, she comes out and he's like, "Good God, what are you uh, a Britney Spears lookalike? Uh, Jenna, Jennifer Sandra said, uh, "What what is your name?" And and but he just keeps laying. He's like, "No, seriously, you look just like Britney Spears." And he just keeps going on and on and on and on. So, uh, you know, I guess you had to be there whether or not you want to determine whether or not he was being a jerk. But my friend definitely was like, what in the world is this Your guy doing? Your friend that brought and him so, there or was hosting him? Or yes, what? Okay. yes. So behind the scenes, he confronts this guy and says, dude, what was your problem? He's just like, I think you owe these folks an apology. And he's being and he's sincere. Like, There's no more jokes at that yeah. point. Yeah, he's pissed. And this guy's just like, I don't owe anybody an apology. He's like, in fact... Uh, how how dare you invite me to come speak to this? It's just like uh-uh. you know these these kids are out of control. It's like I you know I make a joke, they're laughing, they're out of control. It's just like me and my people, and he's surrounded by he he has a lot of big name friends. He's just like we'll never come and speak uh, at stuff like this. Like just basically, and so remember this guy was paid good money. So it's not like he came and offered his time out of generosity and the goodness of his heart, and now he feels like he's like no, he was paid. And so my friend, and this just, is somebody ooh, on a big level of a celebrity pastor, like yes, somebody we'd know, yes, or people, yes, or people someone know, that I would say, would and everybody be like, "Good gosh!" So I'm just thinking through all this stuff, and and that that was my one of my big questions is why are these people continual, and you know, unless these are very rare. Uh, caught the person at the bat worst moment in their life sort of situations. Why are these people continually asked? And then I start thinking, 
why do they feel like they can be as far as removed as Jesus watching washing the disciples' feet? Like they're the complete opposite extreme. Yeah, Jesus oh, is sure. master, savior, apparently created the universe, and yet he is washing these disgusting, smelly, dirty feet where these people feel like they can ask the person that picked them up to run in and, and grab them a, a hamburger. And so here's the here's different things I was thinking. Okay, maybe they're OCD. Maybe the fact that they travel all the time, they have learned exactly how they want to travel. And since it's what they do, they've kind of fine-tuned it into a system. Well, I assure like, you oh. I've traveled more than they have. Yeah, but but they're thinking gig. I've done more gigs than they have. <laughs> yeah, but but your your gigging doesn't. You don't have people picking you up at the airport. You're in I a do. Bus and I do. Stuff. And sometimes, I, you know, but not on the reg. Well, I, say. I think I can speak this. Toby's making the point earlier, and I think he's very right that there are so many times where you go, yeah, Toby's a good singer and all, but what an asshole. He's an ass right. to the fans. That is some amount yeah. of hundreds of fans disposition, whereas there's 10,000 fans that go, Toby's so great, he talks to everybody and he gave me time. So, there is a certain amount of that that's going to happen. Yeah. But I can and tell And you, they're set up to not be that way. Like, you can't, if you're a, a preacher, you can't be an asshole because that's what, it, I mean, this literally is exactly like what we were talking about with AI. The reason all this happens is because everybody wants it and they know it and the system is set up to give you what you it, want. Yeah, the good-looking... Uh, funny. Uh, maybe a little. He's, he's saying something a little mean and Dominant, saucy, so the kids like it. Yeah, yeah. a strong male person yeah. that says this, and it also is well spoken. So he he meets a lot of needs and uh, ideas and thoughts and all this stuff. It's just, I mean, like that. That's a once again nothing surprises or it now surprises me less than what church looks like mm -hmm. is exactly what the people in the pews want. Yeah, if you that look at true. it from behaviorism, then you would just say. They've been rewarded directly, and uh, uh, you know they've been classically conditioned into at behaving that way. Like they've and, been, and also it's man, been positive it reinforcement, your, and it just—it's the ultimate itself, uh, you know? example of your pepperoni pizza. It's yeah. what they want. It, that's what I'm saying. It, it, people's it, actions don't want to uh, not have the celebrity pastor. Right. Right. They, they say that they say they want small church or they say they want this. They say, but where do you go? Where the, do I go? System selects do, do I, for that. Toby Morrell thinks the, that. Yeah. Why? Toby why? Morell, hold on. Let me finish. Sorry. Toby Morrell's one hundred percent. I'm telling you, that's why I'm a part of the problem. I am one hundred percent. Don't know what I think about the church system on Sunday morning. I don't know what I think about the way preaching is as opposed to teaching and what what are the actual differences of that and what do we need? All these questions I have. But I've gone to church now four weeks in a row because they have great childcare and it's pretty easy <laughs> and they got some good music. Mm -hmm. So it's what my actions show you. I'm not taking a stand. I'm not doing something on my own. All this stuff, uh, what I'm showing you is this is what I want. It's the easy, uh, least resistance thing to do. And so that's what I'm doing. I, I'm endorsing it with my actions for mm -hmm. sure. I would so say that's what, so that's what, what that makes you a hypocrite, right? Yes, yeah, 100%. Sure. It makes us all that. Sure, but no, I'm what I'm saying is, Joe, your behavior. <laughs> no, you're not a hypocrite. But what I'm, I'm saying just is, kidding, yeah, actually, you wouldn't. You wouldn't do those things. And what I'm suggesting to you is that the the fact that you are not that way is probably closer on the side of make means you're less likely to be a celebrity pastor. Like you're less likely to succeed than them because of the lack of those traits in you. Yes. Those more traits. power to me then because I yeah, don't care. I know, that's what I'm saying. But this, those traits then themselves are almost selected for in the system. It's not like he'd be great if he wasn't an asshole. No, we're looking for assholes. And I'll translate asshole to dominant, strong, charismatic, knows what they want, leader, because that's what people respond to. That's what but they want. Where? And so, of course, those people want their temperature a certain way and don't want eye contact made with them. And when they feel challenged, they're going to be more aggressive and defensive and be good at it. That's the, that's the, the deep, job. Deep down Part inside, of the deep down inside, do you think that these pastors think that it is okay to require staff members to refer to them as pastor don't speak to them unless they're spoken to, stand up in a room that he or she walks into, do you think deep down inside they think, nah, this is right, this is how it should be? Or do you think in the back part of your mind they're thinking, ah, this is kind of effed, but I just like it? In my experience, they don't, there is no deep down, or they're not, they're not accessing it. So maybe deep down they would know that's not right, but they're not, <laughs> they haven't 
peruse the deep down lately. I would it's suggest. what everybody wants. Yeah, they're just in the flow. Uh, I mean, and I just, I mean, I just want to be honest right now. Please. What Joey just said, he's talking about what somebody told us about Stephen Furtick. I think we even had that guy <laughs> on our podcast. Well, that last thing, but that's not the earlier story necessarily. But I mean, some of that stuff, I think it's Stephen Furtick. Well, We've heard stories. Now, is it sure, true? Yeah. I have no idea. I'm not talking shit about it. It well, might I, not be true. It, maybe it was a weird day. Maybe he said this as a joke and somebody took it as serious. That's what I'm saying. Anybody, I don't trust anybody on the way from the airport to the hotel or to the venue or whatever because they have their own agenda too. They got sure. you in a car by yourself talking to them. I'm I'm supporting the pastors here, but I don't know. That That's why... I, I don't know. All these churches and these mega churches are so uh, excluded and, and secluded, maybe, from uh, all regular normal activities that they have to be a celebrity. That's what celebrity means, set apart, celebrated as somebody right. that everybody looks up to or, or, or looks looks towards. And so that, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, that is what this is. A I mean, celebrated it, it, pastor. We, I get yeah. the same thing. I am a celebrity. I, I, my band did well. This podcast has done well. People treat me a little bit differently, and I do try to to make myself as normal as I can. I'm still not. I'm still not. It, I mean, I can put out a, a funny video and it will get more likes than a lot of people because people know me. And, and that is there is something that plays with your mind. And so this celebrity idea, I think it is really bad. The bigger something gets, it is really yeah. not healthy. I, I do believe that. You're, that's what I'm saying. Like your your house church, uh, the what is it called again? I want to make sure it's Charleston, the church in Charleston. It no. doesn't need to grow. Growth is the biggest lie and deceiver and all that stuff. Oh, you need more. If you do this, you can reach this. And if you do that, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. What are we talking about? We have this, and if something is given to us, how do we steward it? I think churches and pastors believe that <laughs> and want that, but there is no chance so that they aren't celebrity and get things and are treated differently and like it. You have it's to. It's I like it. To the people I that, like it. I like fans. Somebody gives me it. tickets to a baseball game. Because I'm Toby from Emory, hell yeah, right. I won one there. I, I, yeah, I ain't gonna turn that down. And then of my you celebrity. feel like you deserve it from that point on. <laughs> of course, yeah, like, oh, wait, fucking yeah, but, pay for so, a baseball game. <laughs> so, to, so Toby Morell, would you? Is it possible for you to get to a point where you actually want people to stand up when you walk into a room? No, uh, no. It's not. Well, it's why? possible, but I, probably no, not. not. Not really. I mean, no. Why? Because how about this though? I th that is an easy one because it's oh well that sounds obnoxious and crazy. I do like it though if I'm uh somebody recognizes me in a place that I'm not Toby from Emory and they go oh you're Toby from Emory like I like stuff like that. I like little things where people, you know, send me like I just said send me stuff or give me stuff or support what I'm doing mm -hmm. like uh, uh, whatever it might be and uh, I do like that. And so these the a lot of these pastors there's a big uh, difference in that, though. The, the, weren't the, trying to be celebrities, and then celebrity was thrust upon them because their skills and talents and calling, and yeah, then the they example, don't know how to handle it. No, the example what, that I gave is a requirement from the celebrity to the other people. Like when people give you free things or recognize you, you're not requiring anything from them. When a pastor says, You must stand up when I walk into a room, that's actually not resisting that celebrity. Uh, status. It's basically we played alley cats and in, in Virginia, Richmond, Virginia, and they uh we had the food they made was this spaghetti for the uh catering, catering yeah. or whatever. He handed it to me and I said, "What is this fucking shit?" And I threw it against the wall outside, making that everybody laugh. And I was acting like a big baby. I was super mad that our catering was really shitty and it was the cheapest, nastiest little spaghetti stuff. And I threw it. At a wall, the lead singer got pissed off at, that catering yes. wasn't good enough and threw it against a brick wall. <laughs> I've yelled, yelled at sound guys trying to do the sound. I've done all kinds of things. That I'm saying I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not separating myself from this. Uh, this could have been a single instance. Maybe they you were, were pissed were, about the the food. Yes, because yes. it was. It, I thought we were going to get a decent catering, and it was. It was like catering budget was something like uh, so much no, no, okay so i, I can explain how cheap. that works but it's still very funny and this is a good example toby is right it's an example of, of just a moment in somebody's life but i disagree with toby on some of the other things he's saying but in the catering budget example you're playing a show and there's a a list of expenses and the catering budget will be something like six hundred dollars and you would right. like we usually just want that in a buyout so just give us six hundred dollars we'll go eat whatever Cash. we want we yeah. prefer that 
But instead, they're like, no, 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 we'll do the catering. We're going to give you the food. It's catering. So we were going to resist the notion of giving you the money. We're going to make it. So they spent $120 making really crappy spaghetti for the whole tour and put the other amount up in their pocket. Or either either that or they have bad I don't know. And and the amounts aren't important. But it was like, well, we can't get our our own money here. And we're getting treated like this. And we're not actually getting good food or food we want or like. And they're probably pocketing the money. And I hate this fucking food anyway. But Toby was in, you know celebrity type mode like he was right. he was funny you would have enjoyed seeing it from I, it was one of the funniest things in the world to me at the time I might have done that without the without the celebrity too but I'm just saying there is something in us that they're a deserving yeah I've worked hard sure, I've done yeah. all this I like I said you just got off a flight whatever it might be your situation you and your wife got in an argument you don't feel like talking to anybody I mean there's there's tons of times Joey where I think you are a real asshole and if I didn't know you I would hold that against you if it was in that moment yeah, I would say, man, he's a real jerk. I mean, think I about when we you. traveled to Australia and you had a pretty heavy bout of depression and we're sitting in uh, one of our shows just completely alone. If anybody would have recognized you, you couldn't have talked to him. You were emotional, all the stuff. And you'd have ran out and they'd go, man, I, this is my one chance to meet Joey. He just, he wouldn't even talk to me. He looked, he said, hey, I, and walked away. You know what I mean? Like in that instance. So all I'm saying is they are real people, but the greater idea here is that we would, hide it or not say it or or that the pastors would go no that was just one time yeah or yeah i was being a jerk no big deal that would make me go oh they're awesome the okay thing, this is this is a calling the thing this is that real. i think you're missing by trying to i'm not saying you're trying to do this but in dismissing the possibility of any of these things actually you know they're all dismissible individually they still we obviously know this is a real trend and the thing i think we might be yeah. missing is we know the people that are higher on the charisma and narcissism you know, that have those qualities are the ones that are going to both gravitate toward those positions right. and thrive in them and perpetuate them further. We, at least you agree with that, right? Me? Yeah. Like, it's the people that are going to be that way that will wind up oh, in those yes, positions. Yeah. The, it's the, the pastors, people that are attracted to the pastor role, they're not unlike cops. People, right. Certain personalities are attracted to being a cop for whatever reasons you could name. Yeah. Same here. So... Somebody that was massively uncomfortable with public recognition and having a lot of eyes on them, that's not the person that gravitates toward that role. Right. So and, and well, that, feed I'm that not person them a what pass. they want, it's just going to keep on yeah, going. I, I'm not giving them a pass yeah. and saying, oh, man, that's okay. I'm just saying in that instance, I don't, I don't always give my full attention to people that say stuff because I've heard so many people talk bad no, about yeah, bands yeah, that are my friends, and I go, oh, well, that just was a weird thing, or that person's weird or whatever it might be. But you're right. I mean, there is a real – to get in front of people – and to really firmly believe what you're saying is from God and that they need it and all that stuff, there has to be a little something in there in your brain that isn't normal. Oh, yeah. And that is what the church folks in the pews want. No, they go, true. man, my pastor, he can talk to our state representative. I can't, but he had lunch with him. And he's, you know, or my pastor, man, he hung out with Justin Bieber. That guy, he can do it. He's making changes in the world. I can't, but I'm glad he is the hero. And, and no then doubt. we're we're shocked and can't wait to talk shit about them as soon as they fail because they're shitty. Yeah. All pastors are shitty, just like you sitting in the pew. Whatever they're saying today, you they have done or done worse or hiding also and we should cut them a little bit of slack because they are human and we should also not make them that as crazy as celebrity. yeah i agree that, that celebrity but, thing's but just the dangerous of thing of the ones that you can't talk about dangerous in that way though toby you have the opportunity because you'd say you said like when when driscoll would come up to west seattle it was like the kennedy showing up so you could say that oh, from yeah. your point of view would you share that like i mean that's yes. not some crazy story but that no. sounds like what joey's talking about yeah uh, let, let me I'm going to say this story. I was thinking about Mark Driscoll this week because uh, some people talked to him, and I think he knows about this this podcast, which is funny. The Bad Christian Brand, I don't know how many people necessarily listen weekly or whatever, but our brand is big enough yeah, to where they, people – uh, and, and, and strong enough to where people have a strong reaction to yeah. it. They're like, oh. Like you, if, <laughs> the funniest thing is you – like I, I went to my uh, – Ike's friend had a birthday party uh, this week, and I went and uh, a couple of the parents, who I haven't ever really hung out with at all – had listened to our podcast and I just go, my heart just sinks. And I go, I said, please just don't listen. And the, mm-hmm. and it's, it's funny too. He's like, well, we only listen to a little bit. I was like, just don't listen anymore. It's just not, I just don't want you to. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Last thing I stuff. want but, my daughter's friends, parents to figure out that yeah. I do. But I was thinking about Mark Driscoll and how he knows <laughs> us and all this stuff. But I, I mean, I want, I, maybe people don't, I, I guess you have to say stuff over and over. And that's why Donald Trump does work, his repetitive uh, stuff, because people don't get it. I still sometimes will go and listen to Mark Driscoll, the preacher. 
the 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 teacher, uh, the not pastor, the preacher or the teacher, that thing is really engaging and that skill is unbelievable and still great. I mean, it really is. But I can remember being at Mars Hill and I just didn't understand. Like we had this day where they were coming. I think he was doing something for like 2020 or maybe it was a just his, you know, every few months come and check out all the other campuses deal. And he showed up and it was like two or three SUVs pull up. Somebody opens his door. He gets out and they're doing it, you know. At his then, own church. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At his own church. And then like we all walk in and I've said this before. I mean, it was just it was amazing. Like the, you're right. The charisma his word usage, his language, his it, like it was. I, I wouldn't be a bit surprised. It's it's interesting if you've noticed uh, a trend within preaching and especially within megachurch pastors. There's a real trend of uh, being very well versed in business, business books, business authors, business men, uh, and taking those tips and then that infiltrating into the church system. Meaning they are looking at it as an organization of uh and a business style as opposed to well this is a church and i gotta i'm helping these people your description is almost more like political you like say they and they're dressed and there's the suvs and it's the family that's not doesn't remind me of ceo it reminds me more of politicians well i think of a high a big time ceo with like guards and but you said it's like his whole family and people and they're walking and the doors Uh, open for them i don't know if it was his whole family that time maybe sometimes it was yes yeah you're right sometimes there's a family but you're right maybe you're right that might be a better analogy it's similar either way so you might be right Maybe it's like that Kennedy's and like photo op. Here we go. Right. Yeah, and and yeah. here we go. And this is going to be good and this and all that. And so that's what I'm saying. Like when I think about Mark Driscoll, I lost out. I got fucked on that one because damn it, I wish he was still uh, around and solid and doing what he was doing. Like that would have been so awesome if, if he wouldn't have been a shithead or was a total shithead. If everything would have went down except for after he was a shithead, he was like, damn, I screwed up. I mean, we've yeah. said that a million times, but if he could have just said that, I, I couldn't be more on board with Mars Hill and what it did. It changed me as a man. It made me a better person. I think, man, talent, skill, brain, drive, uh, charisma, everything he had is so awesome. And I, I got screwed out of that. And that, and that's why I guess I got uh, earlier when we we're talking about this, because we're all going to get screwed out of it because the pastors are going to all let us down and we put them in this pedestal and this small compartment of this is what they can do. And as long as they stay in that, they're okay. But if they, you know, if they step out of it, oh, they're shitty, they're bad, they're whatever. And then what do they do for a living? That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, Mark, Mark Driscoll's trying to get back to where he was, which is the wrong thing. I wish he could get back to where he was mentally, not physically and Toby to- uh, size and all that stuff. <laughs> Toby, to watch your back though, like you, I, I, I know what you're saying, but you are not saying that everything that Driscoll taught before he became a shithead was on the money. <laughs> like, there's some things that you would, of course not. Yes, on. but yes, but there's things that everything that I've said on this sure. podcast, I wish I could change. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm saying everybody either thinks, oh, whatever, those people in Seattle sure were rude to Mark Driscoll, or the other people go, man, he was sure was shitty to us. And I'm saying. The truth lies way more in the middle. A lot of the Mars Hill people, most, wanted Mark Driscoll to be what he was, but once it started going off the rails, there was no mechanism, which the church is supposed to be the mechanism, to stop it, to stop it and keep it get get it back yeah. on the rails. So Toby's on the happen. train of just saying things shouldn't get big, basically. And I let's just let's shift that a little bit and tell me if you think it's right. Now, because we don't have to continue to hammer the pastor thing, but let's tie it to, for instance, like, you know, I have a problem with these kid celebrity things. I think that's very, very, very bad for these reasons. And I have been saying this, but the way you talk, Toby, now made, makes me think I'm just, you know, part of the sickness probably. So when I reflect on it, I think I'm part of the sickness. But I always tell myself and probably make the case that the amount of notoriety that I have is not very much, but it's just right. <laughs> <laughs> now it sounds silly for me to say that now that in light of what you're saying because you're probably right i'm self-justifying that like it's probably already more than my actual rational thoughts think is good for a person if i'm being consistent i'm probably yeah. overprivileged and it's probably to the detriment of me to detriment of me in those around me so i will have to acknowledge that but from my See, point of I view don't... i think it's perfect that i catch some breaks people know who i am it feels good i get to do what i want but I, nobody's going to bother me nobody really thinks i'm a celebrity it's not i don't hold any real power so it's easy for me to say right. well yeah so yes, if i'm a dickhead I, I, whatever our bad christian podcast is not wrapped up in trying to get 
that we want to get bigger. I'm probably diluted a bit. We we want to get bigger, but I, we're not wrapped up in power or control or influence. But now, I like I'm the power sure, that I have, though. I certainly do. I'm, I'm sure we have influence, but I'll tell you one thing about me. This much. is really funny. Now that you said that, it reminds me. <laughs> I have thought, have had this thought in my life that I like one thing that keeps me believing in God is that at every step I'm fairly successful, and a few steps after that it doesn't go up. It doesn't get more. In fact, it could get like I have thought this. This is really funny. This is really true. I've thought. Oh, I was fat, pretty like really fat in mm-hmm. high school, so I wouldn't have sex too much and become really messed up with, about <laughs> sex or something like that. Uh, our band got big, but it never got like unreal big. We never had huge radio success because I wouldn't have been able to handle it. I never ended up actually. I believe you're right killing, about that, by the way. I, I never ended up killing it and worship leading because it would have been the, to my detriment. And this podcast is what it is. It, I mean, we're no, we're not the size of liturgists. We're not the size of uh, you know. Uh, whoever, Joel Osteen, I don't know, all the other podcasts or whatever, where it always seems God has a thing that keeps me about right. Like I can handle this amount of whatever. And so what do I want more for? Like I don't, I don't, I mean, I would love more money. I would love more fame. I would take it all. But some reason I think God has a hand on it and says, this is what you can handle and you will be happier. And so I'm starting to try to come to that realization Maybe that's what it is because if I if I was a head I of a mega church right now I couldn't be myself I couldn't cuss you'd be a bad I couldn't, version I couldn't of try would not be I couldn't be honest I couldn't yeah. be real so you're saying God protects you more than He protects other people no Toby's just saying he can't he can't really can't handle it at all he's saying they're doing a better job than he would if he was in their position I'm saying if I <laughs> I really do believe my personality was good enough and I was popular enough in high school that if I would have been maybe less big and more confident in my body. I would have had way more sex, maybe done, maybe treated ladies way worse. Uh, you know, I mean, not that I was even a good dude, but I'm just saying that those things I couldn't handle it. I can't handle. I can't really handle unlimited sex and fame and power and money. That nobody can. I, I'm I'm a normal person, and so yeah. for some reason, every time something good happens, it's like something normal happens, or maybe even a little bad, and it it levels out, and I maintain, mm-hmm. and I'm actually yeah. wet the height and level that I can. Float. I imagine everybody feels that way. That might be a, a bias that's just kind of yeah. implicit in there. But might be I, right. I, I do think that beyond anything, like if you go much higher, even in the world of bands that are bigger than us, those people get fucked, man. Like I don't. I've watched them over and over again. I've just never. I just don't think you can be a much bigger situation. And, and it's going to benefit you from a, a objective outside point of view. And it just doesn't. Just doesn't seem that way to me at all. And so. I, you know, I'd have to. It's like that's why the same thing when I say about the lottery. Like, yeah, of course I'd take it. I'd like a little bit more money. I'd like more power. If the lotto money comes my way, I, I ain't. I mean, I'm taking it. I won't decline it. But I, it won't. I just acknowledge that it won't be healthy for me. Like, I shouldn't have much more money or power than I do right now. I just don't think it would be good. But no. I'll. T- but I try. I'm still gonna try and get it. Yeah, the and fact I, that I mean, even the fact that I want it yeah. should be an alarm sound, right? Yeah, like, I, think so. I want that. Like, do I need it? I don't go with needs often. I, I do think wants because my needs are pretty much met. I, 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 I mean, what does they say? A huge, humongous percentage of the world lives on like a dollar a day or something. Mm-hmm. My needs are more than met. So my whole life is based on wants. Uh, that is a That's very a, strange it, and negative. We, I mean, negative thing about my life. It, my whole life's based on wants, not needs. Yeah, that's true. And I don't think, uh, wrap it up here. I don't think that it's our responsibility to to keep ourselves from being known or to keep ourselves from being famous. I do think it's our job, and I'm not saying our as an us three, but people in general. I do think it's people's jobs, especially uh, like pastors that we've been talking about, to resist the entitlement that people want to give them. Like mm-hmm. That's where I think that we should say, nah, that's that's not for me. Well, you know, our way of dealing with it, and maybe one of the reasons I feel like a healthy person is you know our culture is very much based around you know ball busting, so the farther away you get from ball busting culture, that's not going to go well. If you also have more power, you know what I mean. You, that's kind of that's what we do on. The, nobody really gets away too much on the show because y'all aren't going to let me get away with it, and right. that's by design, you know. Or or for, even if it's not by design, it sure as hell is fortunate, you know. Like if Toby was the only lead singer and the only host of the podcast, and it was bigger. And they, you know what I mean? And he was the only writer in the band and the only decision maker and was successful even at this level. He'd be a pretty bizarre person. You know, that wouldn't be a cool Toby, I don't think. 
He'd be a rich, bizarre person. Yeah, it wouldn't be good, though. <laughs> I wish I could be rich. I just can't handle it. So, But I do want it, uh, and I will always want it. And if you offer it to me, I got it. pulled yeah. back into the HGTV smart home. <laughs> I always do. I start, I've been filling out, uh, signing up my email twice daily to try and win a home <laughs> near the beach. And I'm like, damn it. What's wrong with me? I, I, I easily can fall for all that stuff. So, How long have so we been going pastor. on this? Uh, do we need to circle back and finish this? and? Matt and Christy are here now. Oh, they are. I think we yeah. could. I think we could. Uh, How long was that? We're, yeah, let's wrap at, this up. This is a whole episode. 56. Can y'all yeah, sit still, Matt and Christy, a minute, and we'll wrap episode up here, and we'll start in. All right, give us a three to seven. So if you need to do something, feel free. One thing that I wish was bigger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, is that right? why God gave you what? such a small wiener just to keep your ego in check? Shit, <laughs> that's why God did that. Yeah, I guess if so. I had a massive, if I had a massive wiener, yeah, then massive dog, I, what kind of it. person would I be? Ah, <laughs> oh, Lee, Lord. I mean, I'm the kind of guy that can only handle 15 inches. If right. you gave me 20 yeah, inches, 25 inches of, of wiener, forget it. I would be a real jerk. I think the, the, key, guy with, the right. people I'd be known as the guy with the 20 inch wiener, wiener that's a real. The real sure. jerk. Yeah. And that, I mean, think about Joey. The key to his humility is clearly micro penis. You know? Yeah. Like, what a gift. <laughs> I, hey, li- listen to this. I had a I had a black guy tell me one time. I worked with him for a couple of years, so we became super close. He said, he's like, man, I've seen <laughs> he said, I've seen how you white guys uh penises sit up there on your lap. <laughs> and in his like from his vantage point. Our wieners sit up there on our laps. He said, <laughs> "Like just man, kind of for me, straight ahead he said, over the I, nutsack." Yeah, he yeah. said, "If when I sit, he said when I sit down to use the bathroom, he said it's quite uncomfortable, man, because I got to keep that thing from falling in the toilet." <laughs> <laughs> and your sits up in your lap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. Oh man! All right, speaking All right, of well, wieners, what about the BC Club? That's the those yeah. are the wieners, indeed. Yeah. Those are the wieners the, uh, of the bad Christian I'll tell you world. a little bit about it. The BC Club has been, has been doing really well lately. There's it was a whole bunch of new people in there. Hell and, yeah. And I think that is, uh, I think it's great. As, you know, something else I was thinking about is very cool that we don't really even talk about is the uh, I, the BC subgroups. We hardly ever highlight that. And I didn't realize how many they were and how much they must really have activity because we have the main BC Club Facebook group. I know a lot of people aren't on Facebook, but I think... Our BC Club is a good use of Facebook. It ain't like that Russian propaganda shit, you know. It's yeah. a safe use of Facebook, the BC Club. But um, right. they all have split up. There's BC creatives. There's these ones of people with their needs and ones that people do music and ones that talk about bourbon and whiskey or exercise or certain diets. And, and there's four. There's a list of four pages that I just got of them. I thought there was a few, and I'm not involved Damn, at gosh. all of them because, gosh, it takes a lot of time to even read what happens in the main club. But there's yeah. so many of them, and I was just thinking we should probably highlight that more because a lot of people just come in, and then they find their – even within the BC umbrella, they find their real sub community, whether it's yeah. a BC keto group or you know yeah. all those things. And I think those – I had not even realized how, how good that is. So I think that is the appeal I would like to make today for people to join the BC club. Yes, you'll financially support us. That'll be good. But there's a real good chance that you'll find not only a, the big community of the you know spiritual misfits like us, but – sub communities they're very niche and area focused that you have stuff in common with other people that have your very specific interests too and it seems like that must just be rewarding because they're not empty dead groups they're those are all lively groups from what well, yeah ones I've and we seen, love you but. guys we we appreciate it but we're suing you asses for taking our name and just running with i know it like we don't you, we don't even we don't set us. them up or regulate them i didn't even know they existed but <laughs> i'm very happy that they do and i'm very happy that i don't know about them not that i'm ignorant of them but that we're not controlling them i take i take great pride yeah. in that we don't regulate stuff like that and that's fun that's a good thing about our community so anyway if you got names read them and we'll get out of here but thank you everybody I do. I got for four joining names the BC and club. i've got four names and toby uh has the list of sins that oh, correspond to these folks and so we'll start with matt gifford toby uh itchy butthole and it's because <laughs> the things that he puts around there okay. okay i don't know why that's a sin but moving on luke harris Harry butthole, and it's because he doesn't really take care of it. 
Which okay, is the that's the Lord's body, temple. No, body's a temple, yeah. That's the temple. Yep. Aaron Eaton. Aaron Eaton. Is that a um what gender is that? Uh it would be Spell a male. Aaron. Okay, two A's. Yeah, it's, okay. it's double A, so it's a male. Bleached butthole. And that means <laughs> over over That's vanity. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Okay. And last but not least, Nick Lucky. Uh tight butthole. That mm. means he, yes. he's not generous. And, no, not at all. That yep. thing is squeezed. Oh, it's squeaked. super frugal. He goes, he's not a giving. You say, person. hey, give ties. Yep. Give is it 10%. just coincidental squeaked. that the Tight last ass. four people that signed up at the BC Club all have sin. anus it's uh, sin. sins? It's called anus butt sins sin. are way more predominant than you would think. Yeah. Uh, I've really, uh, I've dealt with a lot. You know, I've worked at two mega churches. I've dealt with a lot of anal sin. <laughs> Yeah, just I mean more anal sin than I would like to say. Now, hey, one thing too with with the BC Club when you join, you get a bonus episode, and we like to lovingly call that the boner episode. Now, and that's the best one of the week. We do one every week. It's better than these. But I've been really struggling with the idea of uh, men have boners, women they we don't call it anything, or if we call it something. So I have come up with the the female boner name. (laughs) You want? I I guess, man. Do y'all want to know what it is? I guess so. Yes. When a woman is aroused, I mean, men can be aroused, you know, but men, the You're word about for sexual men, arousal or the yes. cultural reference of I like something, I have a boner no, for it. No, sexual arousal. You have a okay. boner, uh, your wiener is getting hard, and so you actually have a boner. That's the word for it. Hard on, you know, men get two words. There's probably even more. Um, I believe so. Women, right. this is the one, when a woman's vagina is or uh, ar- aroused, it uh-huh. is called engorgonzoed. <laughs> it's engorged and it's going gonzo. I put those two words together, engorgonzoed, and that's what like if a woman's really like, like oh my gosh, is that is that Matt Damon walking down the street? Oh my lord, I've got an oh engorgonzo. Oh my god, is that Taylor Swift in a bikini? Oh, oh, oh yeah. whatever. Because all you the lie, female language is just too crass sounded, but that's kind of like you know harmless basically. Engorgonzo. Yes, it's, it's like a boner's kind of yeah, a boner can be like hearted and funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh look, look, at that, look at that funny guy with a boner. That's you yeah. know you can have fun with it. Yeah. So I want a woman to have fun with her vagina in gorgonzo. Yeah. There you go. I'll support it. <laughs> so spread it. <laughs> spread your in gorgonzo. All right. Say la.